The biggest adventure that you can take is to live the life of your dreams. That is a quote by Oprah Winfrey. Welcome to Trina Talk. Trina Talk is a weekly podcast that will inspire and empower women of all ages to strive for the impossible. Your host, Trina L. Martin from TrinaMartin.com is a motivational speaker, leader, and cybertech expert. Every week, Trina will share wisdom gained from her life experiences and lessons learned while pursuing her goals to inspire you to achieve the next level in your life. Now, your host, Trina L. Martin. Hello, welcome to Trina Talk. I am your host, Trina L. Martin, and this is episode 43. The topic of this week's episode is what works for you is all you need. My guest this week is Tom Sylvester. Tom is the co-founder of Lifestyle Builders, a coaching and training company that helps entrepreneurs build their businesses to create more impact with their customers and more freedom in their lives. Over the past 15 years, Tom has helped with thousands of business leaders and their teams create more success from Fortune 500 companies to startups. During this time, Tom has honed and refined his philosophies, models, and strategies for growing entrepreneurial businesses. Hi, Tom. Welcome to the show. Uh, Thank you so much for having me on. Well, I am glad to have you here. You are very, um, you're kind of different than my other listeners um, in the fact that you and your wife are building an empire together. (laughs) So, you know, tell the listeners about what you have going on, where you are today and where you've been, where you're going, the whole nine yards. Absolutely. So, so there's a lot kind of going on, but uh, long story short, where we're at today, uh, we built three very different businesses together. Uh, it started with a real estate investment company, and then it moved into a uh, wine and liquor store, and then ultimately moved into a uh, coaching and consulting business for entrepreneurs. And so uh, we'll kind of talk through you know, how we got to that point, but what that's allowed us to do is to both leave our jobs and really be very intentional about designing our life and where we spend our time. And so my wife was able to leave her job at 27 and I was able to leave my job uh, at my early 30s, which, um, you know, we have two kids now. We have a four-year-old son and a seven-year-old daughter. So being able to really uh, design our life and figure out where we spend our time, you know, it is so important to us now, uh, especially as the kids are getting older and we only have so many years with them together. But um, it, it actually started many years ago when we first met. We actually, she was the first girl that I met at college. And so we had four years of college together. And this whole thing got kind of kicked off when I looked ahead and I had a computer science degree and she had a zoology degree. And I kind of looked at like the jobs that we were going to try to get, which, you know, we didn't have them coming out of college. And I was like, you know, I don't like what the next 45 years looks like for us. And so I wasn't sure how I was going to make it happen, but I, I set a goal to retire by 35. And then basically the next several years were us trying to work together to figure out how to make that happen. That's amazing because I have a computer science degree as well. And my goal, which I'm trying to hit right now, my goal was like, I'm going to retire by 50. I'm 48 now. 
So you guys are way ahead of me. So I like that. So you guys, so you say that was the first girl you dated in college. Now, when you guys came together or before you met, did you both have this goal in mind to retire early or was it something that you guys collectively decided? Yeah. So that's interesting. Um, Ariana is very clear when we tell people this story that this was Tom's goal. She didn't want anything to do with it. And so when I set the goal to retire by 35, she was like, you know, this is just a one of your, another one of your crazy ideas. You'll let it go in like a week. And uh, the challenge was that I didn't. So I kept trying to figure out how to make this happen by like looking at what successful people did and seeing if I can mimic it. So I looked at like the stock market. I looked at real estate. I looked at starting a business. And every time I wanted to do something, she would actually shut it down. And so this kind of came to a culmination when I was leaving my job one day, I was, you know, kind of getting depressed and I heard this ad on the radio for, um, this free real estate training seminar. And so I went to the free seminar. I ended up going to like a three day seminar. And then at the end of the three day seminar, they sold these like, you know, packages between $5,000 and $30,000. And uh, at that point, we were, we just bought a house. We were like $200,000 in debt. So I had no business spending any money. Um, But I just felt like if I didn't do this, I wasn't going to be able to hit that goal. And so I spent about $7,500 on a credit card. uh, And then afterwards, realized I had to go home and tell Ariana that I did this. And um, this was about nine months before we got married. So you can imagine how that conversation went. (laughs) Oh my goodness. So you just, you were persistent on this is what you wanted to do. So tell me the avenues that you took, how to make this happen. And and did the real estate work out for you? Yeah. Well, so basically when we, when I had to tell her and then we had to have a lot of conversations, what finally came out through lots of, you know, tears and lots of conversations was I kept telling Ariana what I wanted to do, which was retire by 35. And I didn't tell her why I wanted to do it. And it wasn't until she asked me that I was like, Oh, you know, I, I want to make sure that we can be very intentional and, and build our lives so that we can, you know, create the life that we want for our family. And she's like, Oh, I want the same thing. And so once we got aligned on why we wanted and and what we wanted the future to look like, then we could figure out how to make it happen. And so at that point it was like, well, we just spent all this money on this real estate training. Uh, Might as well give that our go. And so I spent uh, several years, I started out, I bought a duplex, we renovated it, we rented out. And then I spent the next several years really spending uh, weekends renovating properties and then nights looking for new properties and, and working on buying them. So that was really what got us kicked into this was buying the first real estate investment property and then just continuing that for the next several years. Now, you go, both had um, corporate jobs at this time, correct? Yeah. So I had a corporate job. Ariana actually had a, so her degree was in zoology and we live in upstate New York. So there's very limited jobs for her degree. And so she was actually bouncing around from like uh, her actually first job out of school was uh, at an animal shelter and she was getting paid minimum wage. So at this point she had like $65,000 in student loans and she was getting paid minimum wage and it just wasn't working out. So she had bounced around between several like low paying jobs during that time. Mm-hmm. So I always like to ask people, how long did it take you from the time that you started your journey to your um, destiny, your passion to the time where you said, okay, I need to quit the nine to five and this is 
this is working for me. This is going to be what, like you said, gives you that financial freedom and provides for your family. How, how long was it from start to then? Yeah. So Ariana left, uh, it was, it was about five years for her. And basically at that point we were having our daughter and we realized at that point we had the real estate business and we were opening the wine and liquor store. And we realized that instead of her going back to work at these jobs, she could just work in our businesses and make more money. So for her, it was five years. Uh, for me, it ended up being uh, like 11 or 12. And so during that time, I made a couple different like career changes. So I um, shifted from working uh, as a software developer into like a project manager and then eventually into a consultant. And then, um, you know, we got to a point where I was just traveling so much and we asked ourselves, we're like, is this the life that we want? You know, Ariana's at home with two kids. I'm traveling to different cities uh, doing business consulting. And the answer was no. And so that was the point when I then left and we said we could, we realized that there was a need for a lot of the stuff that we had done, which was build our business in support of our ideal lifestyle. And we had people reaching out to us looking for support with that. And we said, you know what, we could actually build a third business that would obviously help us more financially, but also let us help people that were struggling with a lot of the same challenges that we had figured out how to solve. Mm, I love that. Um, And do you, either one of you come from a background where you saw or had people in your family that were entrepreneurs or was this totally a new way of life for you guys? Um, yeah, our, our parents, uh, neither of my parents went to college. They were just, uh, you know, in the trades and hard workers. Um, her parents both went to college, but they were teachers. So we didn't really have any entrepreneurs in our family. Um, but my parents got divorced when I was young. And so what that caused me to do is to really figure out how to take care of myself. And, um, if I look back now, I always had some sort of like side hustle or some sort of business where I was making money on the side. Uh, but it really didn't get serious until I left college and I was like, okay, this is real. No more student loans. You know, now I got to get a job. And I realized that that wasn't the life that I wanted. Mm-hmm. So you realize coming out of school when you, when it hits you that, okay, I'm a real adult and this nine to five is just not going to cut you know, how I really want to live my life. That's when you decided to go into these other avenues. Now you said you were in real estate, you opened a liquor store and now the coaching. How did you end up all three different things like that? Was there just, that's just kind of how it happened or did you have a method behind it? So a little bit of both. And um, so one, the real estate started because that was what I invested in uh, with the training. And I was like, well, I got to pay this off. I might as well go use the training. Um, The wine and liquor store, actually several years before, I I do something all the time. and, And I think it's a really good thing for anyone to do. And I call it planting the seeds. And basically, when you look at what you want things to look like in the future, way before that point, you just start doing things that might allow that opportunity to come up. And so years before I had actually, my father uh, was, two of his friends were getting divorced and one owned a building and the other one owned the, the liquor store in the building and they couldn't come to an agreement on how to, you know, separate it while they're divorcing. And so my father wanted to leave his job. And so I said, well, why don't you help your friends buy the building and buy the business? And then you'll be able to run the business. You can put some apartments above the building and you can leave your job. And he's like, well, I do construction. I have no idea how to run a business. And I said, well, you take care of the apartments. Uh, I'll help you get the business going. And when he did that, 
then I was always looking for opportunities to say, can I replicate what I saw him do with his store with ours? And so there was a store that was for sale. So we went to look, for, look at it and um, just wasn't a good deal. And I said, you know what? We have a real estate investing company. What if we just bought a building and opened up our own store? So that's what we ended up doing. And then um, with the coaching business, it was just really another demand. People started asking us how we were able to do the things we did. And, you know, we just saw the opportunity and went with it. And I think that's an important thing for a lot of people is thinking about where the end result is, where you want to go, what direction you want your life to take. And then just constantly looking at those opportunities and the ones that align to where you want to go, saying yes and doing what you can to, to use those things to help get you where you want to be. I, I totally agree. Now, tell the listeners, because this all sounds great, but you and I both know that along the way, things don't always go as you plan. Tell me about some times that maybe you had a bump in the road or maybe you felt like, oh, is this really what I want to do? Did you ever have moments like that? Oh my gosh. It seemed like every week, <laughs> you know? So, um, yeah. And, and I'm so glad that you asked that question because a lot of people look at us now or they look at other successful people and they see the, the end results, but they don't see all the struggle and all the sacrifice to get there. Um, so I mean, like it started out with Ariana didn't want anything to do with these businesses. So, you know, as I was, um, like I ended up going back to grad school for a business and leadership degree while she was pregnant and we were opening the the liquor store. So there were times where like I would get up and do my, my business work in the morning before she got up. Then I would go to my day job. Then afterwards I would go to grad school at night and I would come home and she would already be in bed. So there were a period of time where we didn't really see each other. Um, and you know, our relationship has been, I wouldn't say an ongoing challenge, but it's always been something that we've had to keep at the forefront because it's so easy between the businesses and kids to not take time to take care of ourselves or to take care of each other. And so um, actually last year, one of the things we said was, you know, we're going to put ourselves first. We're really going to make sure that we're mentally and, and physically healthy and that our relationship's good. And so we actually started going to a marriage counselor last year. And when we tell people this, the initial reaction is like, oh my gosh, like what's wrong? Like I didn't realize you guys were going through struggles. And the big thing we've been telling people is, you know what? It's not that like anything's wrong or we're getting divorced, but we've realized that whatever is most important in our lives, we want to invest so that they can become even better. So if you want to become a really good athlete, you're going to invest in a coach. If you want to become, you know, really good in business, you're going to invest in a coach or in training. And so we said, what's more important than our marriage? And so we invested in marriage counseling and we've been going to that for like the last year. And it's been challenging, you know, because it's, it's forced us to really come to terms with some of the things that we didn't realize were issues. And it's, but on the flip side, it's really helped us to, improve our communication and ultimately improve our relationship and, and how we show up, you know, for our kids, for each other and, you know, for all the uh, team members in our businesses. You know, Tom, I'm really glad you said that what you said, because I always often say that in this society today, everyone wants, you know, immediate gratification. They think everything's easy. Oh, I want it. It's going to happen tomorrow. And my, my slogan is, you know, people see your glory. They don't know your story. So they don't know nice. what goes on behind. They don't know the struggles you went through, just 
all of that, you know, like you said, you you guys started out, you had debt, you decided to go, you know, you're spending money to, you, you know, you had that vision of this is going to help my future and my family. And you, you stepped out, you stepped out and said, I'm going to spend this money because this is going to better me and help me get to where I want to be. And it took time to get to a place where you are today. And I think so many people miss that because they look at you and they'll say, oh, well, you know, he's doing it. I can do it. And then when it doesn't happen, like they think that it happened for you, for them, then they're going, well, what's wrong? But it all comes down to first, you got to be willing to commit and put the work in. There is work involved and all around, not just the business aspect, but like you said, in your personal life. And I'm just so glad you touched on that. And yeah, well, and uh, I was gonna say, you know, as part of that, we're we're in this like instant gratification society, and so um, there, there's some really cool things. I mean, like it is easier than ever to do whatever you want, whether it's starting a business or or doing something else, um, because of technology and the barriers to entries are so low. But the challenge and the flip side is that a lot of people get really inspired to do something and then they give up way too quick. And, mm. you know, there's a question people always ask is like, you know, if you could go back, cause like I had a lot of challenges in, in my childhood. Like my parents got divorced when I was 12. I uh, had my own apartment at 17. I had three jobs to get myself through high school. And, uh, they're always like, you know, what would you change? And I'm like, you know what? I, I wouldn't change anything because what, what a lot of people miss is that it's all that adversity that forced myself and everyone else to grow, to become the person to achieve the results. And that's the big thing a lot of people miss is they don't realize that it is every challenge you face that actually forces you to grow and to become that person that can overcome that challenge so you can have the success. And um, that's been, I think, one of the biggest lessons. Like when I started working with people, I always thought my goal was to save them. Like I, I need to save them from spending $7,500 on a credit card for training. And what I realized later on was that people didn't need me to save them. They actually needed me to be there to support and lead them through those challenging times where they were facing adversity and they needed support and guidance to grow and overcome that. Mm. Wow. So do you still have all three businesses today? Yes, we do. Oh, wow. Okay. And do you guys, I would assume you have people that you have a staff that works for you and maintain it the day in and day out of the businesses, correct? Absolutely. And and that's really the key. You know, a lot of people, they they think that like building a team or growing your business um, is, is going to be really complicated. And there, there are complexities to it. But when, when you see someone like us that has multiple businesses, the only way we could really do it and not have them take over our lives is to build a team and build systems that allow you to piece by piece, remove yourself from a lot of the day-to-day operations of the business so that you can be in the role of the business owner and basically be putting all the pieces together so that it works. So it's funny. We still have people today. We've had our, our wine and liquor store for almost eight years and there's still people that are like, oh, I stopped down and I didn't see you. And uh, they don't realize that we actually only physically visit the store once every 90 days. Other than that, our team is running the day-to-day operations. Uh, we, we communicate with them using tools like Slack. We do um, phone calls. But uh, we've been able to build the businesses so that we don't have to be there every day and they can still run. 
Now, how did you how did you learn to do that? How did you know that that's what you needed to do? Because a lot of people would have said, nope, I got to be here in this liquor store. And then, oh, nope, I got to go run my real estate business. How did you learn that? No, you don't need to do that. Yeah, I, I wish I could claim that I was, you know, some genius and, and I was all knowing. Uh, but the reality is I still had a nine to five job when we opened those first two businesses. And so the question that I had to answer was, what would need to be true for this to, to work with our current circumstances? And our current circumstances were Ariana was home with our newborn daughter. I was working a nine to five job and the liquor store was going to be open during the day. And so what we then started going through was, you know, what people would we need? What systems would we need? And uh, we just started putting those in place. And uh, when we actually opened it, we, we put in like 80 to 120 hours the first couple of weeks to get it opened. And then um, we didn't have a staff yet. So Ariana would go and open the store in the morning with our newborn. I would go and work a job. After my job, I would drive out. It was about 45 minutes. I would drive out. We'd see each other for like 10 minutes. She would go home. I would work the store until like nine o'clock at night. I would close it. I would drive home and then I would do it again. So when you realize that that's what you know, like the day-to-day looks like, you start saying, okay, what can I get off my plate or what can I put in place so that this is not as stressful or doesn't take as much of me? And so we hired our first employee and then every single week we just started saying, okay, what's the next thing we can put in place to get this off of our plate and make it easier for us? Wow, that's that's brilliant, and it's funny because I've heard um, billionaires talk about like the same thing. They may own thirty companies, but they're not physically in any of them. Yep. Like, like you were saying, they have staff and they have systems in place to run them. Because once you get to a certain point, you can't you can't do it. You know, starting out, you will be that one person show, but then soon you got to learn how to let it go, or else it's not going to be a business. Yeah. And that's the key. Like in a lot of the work we do with people now is, you know, there's different stages to growing your business. And when you first open, you know, your, your first stage is like, can I create something that people want? They're willing to pay for. So that's the problem you're trying to solve. And then once you get people, once you do all the trial and error and, and get people to pay you, then the next phase is like, okay, well, I've had some people pay me. How do I get more people? How do I consistently bring the right people in to keep buying? And then, so once you solve that problem, then you run into the point of like, now you've got consistent sales, but you're not able to grow the business anymore unless you start building a team and system. So then you start solving that problem. So the key thing for people to realize is what stage of business am I at? What problem am I facing? And then putting the right solutions and the right focus in place to solve that problem. And then realizing that every time you solve one problem, another problem is going to expose itself. And that's just the part of business. Mm-hmm. Yes. Love that you're saying that. Now, with your coaching, what do you focus on with your coaching business? Yeah. So the primary focus is on entrepreneurs and helping them build their business in a way like we've been talking about so that they can grow their business without it really taking over their life. And um, originally, it was just really on business coaching. And we ended up having a client early on that we helped him to go from like 40000 in debt to a million dollar business in about 18 months. And uh, what ended up happening afterwards was that his, um, his marriage actually ended. And so at that point, 
you know, Ariana and I spent some time talking and we're like, you know, do we really want to just help people build businesses, even if it causes their life to fall apart? And, uh, you know, our, our quick answer was no, that's not what we want to do. And so uh, we shifted our business and it's actually called Lifestyle Builders. And our focus now is helping people to not just build their business, but build it intentionally to create the lifestyle that they desire. Because what we found is that a lot of people might build a successful business, but if it's not aligned to the life they want to live, or if it doesn't include the people that they want to include in it, even though they're successful in business, they're not happy in life. And it's like, well, what's the point? Wow. That to me, and that's something that I'm very passionate about is about building the life that you want to live, the life that you love and that you're going to be happy. And because so many people, we work jobs and, you know, we go to school, we get educations and we've been told, okay, you get a good job, you make money, but that's not always what's satisfying and fulfilling. So I think it's very important that you work to build the life that you love. So I'm, I'm very glad that you do that. So what does your clientele look like? So um, they've spanned really over the years, but um, a lot of our clients today are service-based businesses. Um, and a lot of them have gotten to the point where they're successful in business, but they're overwhelmed. And so we spend a lot of our time really helping uh, business owners uh, put the right products and service mix in place, uh, hire their team and put systems in place. But what's been really cool is as we built this business, we've been able to then focus on different levels of entrepreneurs. So like we actually have a book coming out later this year that's focused on like the very early, the person that just wants to start their business and how to go about doing that and allowing them to leave their job. So with coaching, I normally don't work with that level of entrepreneur. I'm normally working with someone more advanced but because we've been able to build the business in this way, we're now able to do things like our podcast, like write a book and, um, you know, be able to help a different level of entrepreneur, which is really cool. Um, what's the name of your book? It's called Lifestyle Builders. Uh, build your business, quit your job and live your ideal lifestyle. Mm, that sounds very interesting. Very. Now, how old are your children now? So our son is four and our daughter is seven. Okay, so with what you guys have going on, and you said, you know, you've guys done the counseling to make sure everything um, stays intact. How do, you, how do you do it now? How do you do it today with three businesses and two children? Yep, so uh, one of the first things, like we, we live and by, die by our calendars. And so uh, we put this cadence in place of where my wife and I meet on various timeframes. So we meet daily to sync up on the day. Um, our most important meeting is weekly where we reflect on the week and what went well, what didn't go well, what we need to change. And then we plan the upcoming week. And as we do this, we're always putting ourselves and our family first. So for example, uh, this summer, every summer when our kids are home with us, we do this cool thing called Friday family field trips. And so we actually take Fridays off and we just go on different experiences with our kids. So we might go to the zoo or we might go to an amusement park or a museum and we just get to spend time as a family because that's one of the things that's really important to us. So we've been able to basically say, in order for us to do this, we, once again, going back to that question, what would need to be true? And so we then put the other pieces in place for the business and for life to allow us to be able to do that. That makes sense? Wow. Yes, it does. It seems like you guys have it pretty structured and, and down to where it really works well for you guys. seems like you have a really good handle on that. 
Yeah. Well, you know, once again, going back to your question earlier, like this is like 12 years in the making. So it started with me making decisions, you know, financial ones without talking to Ariana. And then over the years, we've really had to refine this process. And that was the thing that we didn't really real like when you get good at something, oftentimes you don't realize what you know and you just think everybody does this. And when other people started asking us how we were able to get all this stuff done and we showed them the process, they're like, oh my gosh, that's amazing. Like, can you show us? And so that was one of the things we didn't realize. And we started our podcast really to be able to share more of how we do things. And then there was so much demand for that. That that was why we wrote the book because we're like, we want more people to be able to see and understand how we, you know, set the vision for our lives, then how we break our goals down and this, this process and the system we use to make sure that we're always spending our time and our money and our energy on the right things to help us live and create the lives that we desire. And so that's why we're really excited about the book because it's been not only the steps that we've taken, um, but we actually did this really cool thing. We wrote the book together. And at different points, uh, I would tell a story and then Ariana would come in and tell the same story, but from her perspective. So you got not only the, the tactics of how to do this, but then you also got to see what did it really look like for Tom, who is the entrepreneur, the high achiever to go through this. And then what did it look like for Ariana, who was like the non-entrepreneur and didn't want anything to do with this? So it's, a, it's an interesting mix of real life examples, plus then the strategies that people can implement. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I, I like that. I'm, I'm going to take a listen to that because um, <laughs> I can imagine how the, the viewpoints are polar opposites from your <laughs> wife saying no, this is not what I wanted because I'm pretty sure she probably was like, no, I just want stability mm -hmm. and a family and you're going out and spending this $7,500 on this credit card and we got debt. <laughs> yep. And, and you know, like what's been so cool is like <laughs> all the people we've talked to and met, uh, they started doing this thing where they, they're like, are you team Tom or are you team Ariana? Because we're like polar opposites on everything. So, um, you know, what, whether it comes to, you know, do you get dressed when you're working at home or do you just like stay in pajamas? And so Tom gets dressed, Ariana stays in pajamas. So everyone, when they read this or when they come across us, they identify as like, oh, I'm team Tom. Like, this is how I think and how I do things. And other people are like, oh, I'm team Ariana. This is how I think. And what we've seen from like some of the early people that have read the book, they're like, you know what? this helped me understand my spouse a lot better. And we've then been able to have really good conversations where before we just were never on the same page. Wow. Well, Tom, it seemed like you and Ariana are savvy business people. What do you guys do for fun besides <laughs> your, your Friday um, family night? Absolutely. So we actually built a home theater in our house. So we're big uh, movie buffs. Um, so we spend a lot of time, you know, once the kids go to bed watching movies, um, you know, and then we just like, we're, we're both athletic. So we like getting outside and, um, you know, playing sports and just, you know, being physical, um, getting out and exploring everything around us. Now you guys said that, you know, you're intentional with doing things for yourself. Now, do you guys, what things do you do together? that you like and what things do you do separately? Did you say, okay, this is Tom's time. This is Ariana's time. That is such a great question. Um, we've seen a lot of people that don't realize that you actually do need your own time. And mm -hmm. so for example, one of the things Ariana loves to do is sing. 
And so um, she joined a, a women's choir and they meet once a week, a week to practice and they do a performance at the end of the year. And then, um, so that's like her thing. And while she's doing that, I get time with the kids, you know, just daddy kid time. And uh, on the flip side, I love to golf. And so I have a golf league that I play once a weekend, which gets me out of the house. And then, you know, let's Ariana have that mommy time with the kids. I love it because yeah, you do need, you do need to have time separately, even though you're married, doesn't mean you have to be you know, attached at the hip and everything that you like, she's not going to like. So, you know, it always amazes me when people go, oh, oh my God, you know, you don't do that with your husband. Oh, you know, we, it's like we are not attached at the hip. You know, you don't have to do everything together and you do need that, you know, personal time. Yeah, absolutely. Well, especially with us too, because we work together. So we've even with that had to, we, we used to have desks right next to each other. Now we actually have them on different levels of the house because <laughs> we realize that we can't be together 24 seven. Like we, we work differently. You know, we need some of that space and some of that personal time. I love that. I, I love that. You say, Your office is upstairs. My office is mm-hmm. downstairs. I love that. Okay. Well, you know what, Top? We're going to get into the questions because otherwise I will just sit here and just pick your brain. But we're going to get into the questions. This is kind of the the lighter um, side of the podcast. Um, So are you ready for my questions? Let's do it. Okay. Who or what motivates you? Uh, First is family. And second is the impact that we can have on other people. Okay. What demotivates you? Negativity. You know, when, when I'm in an environment where people are complaining or not taking accountability for things, um, that instantly like drains me. Mm. When was a time that something was said or done to hurt you, but it worked out for your good? You know, I, I'm, uh, I'm the type of person that I need to hear feedback to grow. But every time I hear it, it's like a punch in the gut. And so there's been several times like throughout my career where I was told that I like failed on a project or I didn't meet expectations. And uh, especially when the person telling me this, I respected, uh, you know, I, I really struggled. But as a result of that, I was then able to learn the lesson, grow, and then ultimately become a better person as a result of that. Hmm. What is your fear? Uh, my biggest fear is that we'll go through life and look back and regret not being able to spend enough time, you know, with our kids as we have them now. So that's why we're so intentional about everything we do. Is there a time when you wish you had done something that you didn't? You know, the one thing that I, it's not a regret, but uh, coming out of high school, I actually considered joining the Marines. And um, basically, I didn't want to pay for college. I didn't want to take on debt. So I was going to go to the Marines. And I, I didn't end up going that path. But I have so much respect for, you know, our servicemen and women that uh, that's the one thing that I was like, you know, I, I think that would have been a really great experience for me. Well, thank you for your support because I am a, a military oh, person. Oh, thank you. Okay. Is there a time that you wish you had not done something? You know, it, it's tough to say, and I'm going to say no, because even the times that were tough and, and challenging, if, if I hadn't have done them and if I hadn't have had to go through that adversity, I don't know if I'd be here today and I don't know if I'd be able to, to have the impact that I'm able to have. Okay. What is your definition of success? 
uh, success is you being able to to do what you want to do and having the options to make that decision. And so one of the, actually one of our taglines is your life, your business, your way. And what we always tell people is that it's not about what other people think things should look like. It's really about what you think things should look like. So as long as you're able to live the life you want and be able to make your own decisions, uh, to me, that's success. Hmm. And we talked about this a little bit, but how do you recharge? Yeah, a um, couple things I do. Uh, working out, I find, is a big one for me. So, you know, if I'm, if I'm stressed or um, anything's going on, I find physically moving, you know, is a big help. Um, another thing, too, I find is just spending time with uh, people that are important to us. So it doesn't matter what, my, what mood I'm in, you know, when, uh, like when I go play with the kids and they're just so innocent, I'm like, yeah, you know, whatever problems I think are going on, uh, this is what really matters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, enjoy it. I got two teenagers, so yeah, enjoy it while they're young. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what are you awesome at? Uh, I'm awesome at cutting through the BS. Um, so Ariana loves and hates this about me, but my mind goes a mile a minute and I am very much a, let's figure out the problem and then we'll, we'll jump in and start doing a solution. So I'm very good at being able to take a lot of different information, simplify it, and then really get things going. What legacy do you want to leave? Oh, I love that question. So the legacy that I want to live and not just leave is the fact that, you know, it doesn't matter what background you had, what circumstances you had, we all have the ability to create the life that we desire. And, you know, I'm trying to demonstrate that with what we do. I'm trying to demonstrate that with our kids. And then uh, especially what we're going to do in the next couple of years, really demonstrate that out to a larger group of people that, you know, we all can do whatever we set our minds to. We just have to first identify what that is and then to commit to the process to make that a reality. Mm -hmm. Okay. So we finished our questions. Tom, give the listeners one motivational takeaway. Yeah, you know, people, I, I remember when uh, I was in high school and someone drove up in what I thought was a really nice car. And, you know, I complimented them on it. And I remember somebody else looking at me and they're like, Tom, that's like a Dodge Neon. That's like the cheapest car ever. And I realized that, you know, that car was, you know, it, it was clean, it was nice, and it did the job. And so, what I've found since then and kind of moving forward is that whatever you want and whatever you define as what works for you is, is all you need. So I think in society today where we're always trying to keep up with the Joneses or comparing ourselves to other people, it's so important to figure out what is important to you and spend your time, money, and energy there. And the things that you don't care about, be okay with letting those go and realize that you, you're only having to, to make yourself happy. You're not having to make everyone else happy. Mm, I love that because I'm, yeah, I'm that type of person. We can, yeah, I hope you and, you know, you and your wife and I, we keep in touch because I love that. Um, go ahead and tell the listeners where they can connect with you if they need coaching or anything else in your social media platforms, go ahead and tell where you are. Absolutely. So uh, you can 
see everything we have going on at TomAndAriana.com. Uh, that's got our podcasts, our book, our coaching programs, and anything else we do in the future. Um, and our book does come out uh, October 29th of this year. So if people are interested in learning more about that, they can go to LifestyleBuildersBook.com. Okay, great. Well, Tom, I thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule to be here with me and maybe later on we'll get you and Ariana on for an episode. Absolutely. That would be great. Hey, well, have a great day. Thank you. You too. If you like Trina Talk, please don't forget to go out to Apple Podcasts to rate and review. I want to hear from you. So if you're loving it, please let me know what you think. Let me know if there's any suggestions and how I can better serve you to give you that motivation and inspiration that you need. Also, who else in your life do you know that needs motivation and inspiration? Share the podcast with them as well. I hope you have a great week. And remember, if you change your mindset, you can change your life. Keep striving because success is a journey, not a destination. You can listen to Trina Talk anytime and anywhere. It's available on iTunes, Google Play Music, Stitcher, Spotify, and all other places that you can listen to podcasts. If you like the podcast, please don't forget to go to iTunes to subscribe, rate, review, and share. If you have questions for me or need inspiration on how to go to the next level, tweet me directly at Trina L. Martin.